Happy holidays. This is Pauline Jennings. Welcome to Musician Talk. This week, I'm excited to say that my sister, Siri Lehman, is my guest. A talented singer and songwriter, she's joining me today to walk through the making of an album. Years ago, I produced a Christmas CD called Christmas Memories, and Siri was instrumental in that project. From singing to contributing two original songs to working on arrangements with me. Because this is my 2021 Christmas special, we're including four songs from the album, not available anywhere other than right here, that is if you don't own a copy of the CD. Before we get into the journey of creating an album, we'll talk about Siri's musical journey so you have a chance to get to know her. Let's dig in and let's talk with Siri Lehman. Hi Siri, welcome to Musician Talk. Thanks, Pauline, for having me. I'm so excited to have my sister on the show. And it's not just because you're related to me. You're actually pretty dang talented. So, Oh, well, thank you, sister. Yeah, you're welcome. So, Siri, I want to, before we talk about the Christmas album, I want to talk to you about your musical journey so that the audience can get to know you a little bit. So when did you start playing music? I took piano lessons, very strict piano lessons for starting about eight years old. I just, you know, I loved it. I would practice and um, it was always a very big challenge for me though, but I love music and I loved singing. So I just, I stayed with it and took these piano lessons for years and years and years and just really never got that good at playing notation and reading music. And just one day, my brother who played guitar came up and just I don't know how this all came about, but he showed me how to read guitar chords. Mm -hmm. So once I could just sit down and read chords, having learned scales from my piano teacher, it it was like so liberating. And then like fast forward, when I understood that people write music, which I didn't even know that was a thing till um, in high school, our family took a trip to Chelan, Washington. Um, a place called Holden Village, which actually some of your listeners may have visited. It's a beautiful Lutheran camp. And two women got up um, one evening and started playing original music. And I was like, wow, that is really a thing that people write music and write their own chords, write their own melodies and their own lyrics. So for me, really, I think my music and love for it and love for writing took off shortly after high school. I'll tell you what, when I saw those two women, one was on a large upright bass and the other one was playing piano and guitar, I thought to myself, I want to do that. Uh And it came from inside from a place that it's happened a couple other times in my life where I was so sure of something, but I was like, I want to do that. I'm going to do that. That's great. Total inspiration. Totally. Love that. Hmm. Uh, so when did you start singing? I suppose we kind of all sang when we were very young, but when were you aware of singing and liking singing? Yeah, it started with the Carpenters. Oh, yes. I would play those songs over and over and over and sing along mm-hmm. with the old record player, laying my putting my ear by the speaker and singing along with Karen Carpenter. But then I had the great opportunity of being in high school plays. We had a great high school director um, in New Prague, where I grew up and uh, was part of some fabulous musical productions. And that really gave me an opportunity to work on a song and, you know, share it. Right. And that's part of it. It's one thing to write a song or to sing a song, but to be able to share it with others. 
Yes. Has been really an amazing experience for me. And then later on in my life, I wrote an album and a collection of wedding music because I was singing in a lot of weddings. So I have a wedding project that I did called Wedding Blessing, and that has 11 original wedding songs. And some of them are actually distributed right now on all digital platforms. So people could go to Spotify or Amazon Music and find those songs. What would they look under? What would they search Well, under? they could look up the titles. One is Wedding Blessing. One is Faith, Hope, and Love. One is a song called To You. And another one is called The Unity Candle Song, Light of Love. And it's all being distributed under Wedding Day Music. Wedding Day Music. Okay. So if you're getting married out there, then definitely look those songs up because they are, I have sung them with you, some of them for weddings, and they are beautiful and they're so appropriate. And sometimes it's so hard to find music for that. So you have your piano side of your musical life. You have your singing side of your musical musical life, and you have the songwriting side of your musical life. And that has continued to this day. Sure has. And um, recently I wrote a song called Equal Under Heaven that I recorded in Georgia with some musician friends back at the time when I that I met back when I lived in Nashville for a while. And that's actually where I recorded Wedding Blessing too. And... Yeah. Um, Along with that recent song, I've actually redone some of the other some other music I wrote when I was in a Christian band called Upward Call. Yeah, I remember that. So I'm redoing some of those songs, and those eventually too will be distributed digitally. So um, yeah, lots to look forward to. It just hasn't gone away. You know, it's um one of those things. I just a song will happen, and when it happens, it happens. It's a voice that comes from a deep place, and it just. Um, Seems like it's a message that wants to be heard and not just spoken. It just only way it can really be heard is really through a song. That's beautiful. That's exactly what I wanted to ask you about is songwriting and where your ideas come from. Um, because this album that we're going to talk about, this Christmas album that we're going to listen to some songs from, you wrote a couple songs on here. And one that we're going to listen to first is Christmas Memories that you wrote. Mm -hmm. And so uh, did the idea to write a Christmas song come first, or did the idea for the album and you wanted to have an original song on there? So you started thinking about what to write. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. Actually, Pauline, it was your idea to do... Uh. <laughs> To do a Christmas album, because we're so fortunate, uh, Pauline and myself, we're just surrounded with so many fabulous musicians. Yeah. And I've always thought, you know, what a great time to bring these great musicians together. There's so many fabulous Christmas songs. And also, Pauline had the idea to include all of, um, I guess, would be our nieces and nephews, my parents' grandchildren. So most of them were on the album, sang or played. And I think just in the through the course of you and I talking about the songs and the selections, I, it just, a song came to me one morning and, mm -hmm. um, I think it was the fastest song I've ever written. Wow. Yeah. Christmas memories. And it actually became then the title for this beautiful album that we did with friends and families. And I just was on a roll and remembered that I had written a song years ago when I was leading worship at a Hosanna church in Lakeville. And at the time with just one campus, there's a, another sister church here in Northfield now. And, um, yeah, I just pulled that out of the archives and that song's called little Lord Jesus. And my wonderful niece sang that with me on it. So that was, that was where that came from. But certainly, um, I'd already always kind of been a little jealous of people that write Christmas music. Mm. I always wanted to because they're just so sweet and wonderful. And 
right. can be very nostalgic and just, they just put me in a happy place. And nostalgia is a great word for this song, Christmas Memories. It's very evocative for, I think, a lot of families of, um, of what they experience during Christmas, when they, particularly with children involved. Uh, the, the, the words, it, it just completely brings me back to when we were kids and our Christmas. So, um, you know, well, we're going to talk a little bit more about this song after we play it. So let's take a listen to uh, Siri Lehman's original song called Christmas Memories on our album, our Christmas album we created called Christmas Memories. Yet to come, 
This is Pauline Jennings, and you're listening to Musician Talk. Today, my guest is Siri Lehman, who happens to be my sister, and you just heard her sing her original song called Christmas Memories. This is a song from a Christmas album on which we collaborated and I produced. Uh, that will be the focus for the rest of the show. So uh, this song, it just makes you smile, and your performance, your singing is really, really great. It's, it's kind of a power ballad a little bit. Yeah, it was really fun. It was just great to work with you and Steve on that. Um, I can't imagine just, I mean, I just want to say, Pauline, as a producer, you were just always so open and so um, interested and so encouraging. And um, the work that you did to actually then take my song and make it really come alive between you and Steve, I just remember that as one of the highlights of my writing years. I just think both you and Steve have a great way of um, really hearing the artist and the writer and then giving those, you know, that legs to those songs. I mean, that's Thank a big you. part of songwriting is having, working with someone that can do that and, and making it a song. The pro- the production side of it, of having a producer in the room, listening to the song and making suggestions of how to make it better because that's, it's, they're using their ears uh, it's somebody that you trust to use their ears to see how it could be better. A lot of people don't have one when they go into the studio. If you're a pro and you're big time, you, uh, you absolutely have one. So I want to say who's... Yeah. I just wanted to add to that, Pauline. I think a producer is such a vital part of the whole process of not only the songwriting and really taking a look at your lyrics and checking it, but then the also, you know, this just the actually basic structure of the song. Right how you're going to do those chorus and verses and then how you're going to, if you're going to add a tag and where you're going to do an instrumental. So if anybody's out there songwriting, I could just highly recommend you get someone to look at your music. And then once you decide to go in the studio to trust your producer and find a producer that you will work well with to get that kind of feedback to ultimately, ultimately make your song a song. And I think that some, I think that some songwriters feel like, it, it's my song. I don't want to change it. I'm not going to have some person come in here and change my song. Uh, but it's like writing a book. You can't really write a book without an editor. Yeah, I agree. I think um, it's it's a matter of just being vulnerable and, and trusting the people that you're working with. And I would just say, from my experience, it's always made the song better. Awesome. It's That's not great. like it takes away for you to be vulnerable about a lyric. And sometimes, too, just don't hold too tightly to a lyric because if you can be open and hearing, getting feedback from someone, it potentially could make the song Light Years better. And it's still your song. Right. It's right. It, it just can be a wonderful collaborative experience. And I find that uh, a good producer, too, adding a particular musical or music lick is can sometimes be just as powerful as a lyric. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, before we get too far from Christmas, hearing Christmas memories, I want to say who was playing on that. Uh, so on vocals is Siri Lehman and her friend John Russell, who she worked with at Hosanna. Uh, pianos, Craig Wasner, and here we go. We said his name again, Siri. He's, I've said his name on probably 99% of these shows. Exactly, because, he's just such a fabulous musician. And he's helped so many people. Yep. It's amazing. Um, and then acoustic guitar. So that, that was pianos, Craig. Acoustic guitarist, our friend Tim Snow from uh, Minneapolis. Electric guitar, Carl Koopman from Minneapolis. Bass, Jane Allison. She's from Wisconsin. And then drums, of course, Steve. And what a great job they did. And, and when you bring a song like this to a group like this group of musicians, 
you, you put the baby kind of in their hands because mm. you don't have your guitar lick written out at all. It's it's you have a you have the melody, you have some uh, piano chords in your case because you play piano, and they take that and run with it. And how wonderful it is to have such talent talented friends and people we know to to run with that to an incredible goal because they're all so good. So, um, yeah, I would encourage your listeners to, again, if you're a songwriter or musician, just encourage you to nurture those relationships, to seek out those communities, to maybe even form your own song, songwriting group. And again, it's about being vulnerable, uh, in, in the process. And I think sometimes too, that, uh, you just, for me, you just have no idea where it will go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Um, I want to talk about creating this album now. And so what starts, so you have the idea, I want to make an album. That's how it starts. Then if you want to pay people, you need to get a sponsor or find somebody to pay it or, or if you have the money yourself. And that was very important to everybody involved with this project is that all the musicians were paid well. And we had a nice sponsor, which happened to be our father. And the reason he did this is to uh, support us and our work and support the studio that Steve and I have. Um, but also he wanted to send these out as Christmas gifts and how lovely that was. What a great Christmas gift to get um, because it, it's a, a, our whole family uh, pretty much is on it. Uh, our, 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 what's it called? Our nuclear family. I think Pauline, actually our parents sent them out as in lieu of Christmas cards. Yes, so a lot right. of people got them as gifts, not just a regular maybe gift list, but it went out to their entire Christmas card list. So the next thing that comes after you decide that you want to do this and you have the money uh, is song choice. And what songs do we want to put on there? And it's a little bit different for a Christmas album, unless it's a Christmas album of all originals, uh, because you're going to be doing covers of, of songs that a lot of people have covered. So how do you do that in a new and interesting way? And what songs can you do in a new and interesting way? So I, uh, I with your help, picked uh, the list of songs that we wanted to do and looked for arrangements of other people's arrangements of those songs and would pick and choose, um, you know, here I'm going to do Linda Etter's version of this, but I'm going to cross that with Martina Brickbride's because I like the way she does this verse and I like the way that she did this instrumental and mash them up and get ideas. I, 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 I'm not a songwriter. I, I don't get those inspirations. I am more of a putter together <laughs> I, I join things together. I see it and I know how to put things together to make them work. And so that's how I approached uh, the arrangements of all the songs. Then series orig originals are on there. And also, Siri had a great idea of doing a medley, which was fun because we were able to hmm. write that together. Yeah. Let's see. Then after that, you get the musicians. Well, you decide on the instrumentation that you want on each thing, which probably is different from song to song, particularly, again, for a Christmas album. And I wanted to say, too, at that point, you probably have already identified, and hopefully if you haven't by then, a studio. Pauline, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that yes. might be at that point where you oftentimes the studio owner is the producer or your producer will have an idea of who to direct you to. That's right. That's exactly right. And I thank you for interrupting me because that's really important. It wasn't a choice for us because we have a studio in our house. So uh, we did everything here, although we had help from Tim Snow's studio up in the cities as well for stuff that we couldn't do here. Okay, so now you have the musicians. You have your songs. And now you're going to go into the studio and start recording. And we start, you start with the basic tracks, which means 
for us anyway, is Siri, guitar, piano. Usually, then it's just those main int- instruments, drums, and then your bass. Yeah. Yep. And maybe, you know, if you have a couple different guitars, you want to put those in. But a lot of times you say, say we call the sweetening um, later, but, you know, eventually then you do probably a rough vocal track. And then um, from there, add your other little instrumentation that you want. The soloist. The, the soloist. The instrumental soloist. Then, exactly. then you lay down your vocal track, your, and then any kind of harmonies. And this next song we're going to play, which is What Child Is This? Uh, first of all, this I got this inspiration for this arrangement from She Daisy, and I want to give them credit because it's a really cool arrangement. I really, really like this arrangement. And um, this one only has guitars and drums, which was kind of, kind of different on this album. And so we started with those tracks, particularly the acoustic guitar track, which starts out the song, and you'll see how beautiful it is, played by... Tim Snow again. It's one of my, I, I, this is my favorite song on the album, and I think it's because of Tim Snow's part. The way he did the guitar is just really incredible. And this, uh, we were talking about, Siri was talking about putting layers on and harmonies and all the parts. This one has a lot because there's a lot vocally going on in this song. So uh, I hope you hear that when you listen to it and look, listen for it. Uh, so we're going to play right now from our Christmas album, What Child Is This? And here it is. Shepherds God 
All right, so that was What Child Is This on an album called Christmas Memories that I produced in 2005, I think it was. And my sister Siri, who's here with me on Musician Talk today, Siri Lehman, she helped me make that album, and she sings on it, and she has some original tunes on there. So the song that you just heard, What Child Is This, that's Siri and me singing, and you can see how uh, when you're related by blood, Often that helps with the blending of voices because I think our voices really blend well, particularly in this song, but for the whole album. Uh, so now we, we have picked our songs. We put down the basic tracks. We put down, and for this, we talked about what, what child is this. We have all the layering of all the voices with the harmonies and all that. Uh, when you're recording uh, those extra pieces, um, you can do them as many times as you want to. And you can even punch them in, which means you can just sing a little part that you did poorly, that you made a mistake. You can just punch in and just do that line, which is lovely as a singer because you might do everything just perfectly. And then you have one little area that's off pitch. You don't want to re-sing the whole dang song because you might have a bad pitch somewhere else because it's hard to sing something on pitch the whole time. When you're live, it doesn't matter. The moment's gone. You, you know, you make a mistake, it's there, it's gone. But on an album, it has to be right because people obviously listen to it time and time again. And so that's the magic of the studio is that you keep getting to do it. And also then what comes is effects. Mm. And EQing is huge. And that's post called post-production. And so that's what Steve and I did. And also Tim Snow helped us. Um, on this uh, on this album, we were in control of all the editing and all the EQing and all the reverb, and it it actually can make or break a song. Absolutely, it's it's like in live situation, the sound person is just as important as everybody on stage, because he can make or break. Yeah. And the final step then is getting your album mastered, which is an important right. step. That the first time I did an album on um, my wedding album, this is you know a lot of years ago, but. Uh, we finally realizing after listening to the different levels of the song that it had to be mastered. Fortunately, I was living in Nashville at the time and went to a great place that uh, made it all sound, the volumes and the levels sound the same. So that's what mastering does. And I, you know, I, for a long time, I didn't quite understand it, but it, it does, it levels things out. So, so there's nothing jarring when you're listening to it, unless it's meant to be jarring, right? It's not because yeah. the, oh, it, oh somebody didn't And have going from song right. to song, keeping right. that, yeah. And the time between the songs, too. Yes. So back to the recording of this mm, yeah. is that one of my favorite memories, I think, of making this whole album is in our living room, we had all the grandchildren, so my kids, your kids, our siblings' children, and it, all with headphones on, and I'm, I have words up on the wall, and I'm standing on the steps, and they're all below me, so I'm going to conduct them singing uh, both Do You Hear What I Hear, the backup parts to that, and Silent Night. And it was, first of all, they were all just so good and so willing. And, I mean, we were talking, this is years ago, so mm. my kids, our kids were are like 3 to 15, 16, 17, maybe Luke was maybe 18. So my, two of my children were not included because oh, their no. voice had changed we wanted oh, to keep right. pauline had to oh, drop me God. the the tough news that oh i see we, i blocked yep, that out yeah so we say the grandchildren but there were just a few that would just their voices they had changed and we wanted the sound of a children's choir, choir right we and sure you can't did. Have a children's and that's choir. just how it is sometimes some people just 
can't be on it. That's just how it goes. It's 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 tough. Life is tough sometimes. I made that back that that call because you couldn't have with the children's choir silent night. Well, let's just say, Pauline, you made the right call. I wouldn't even thought of that. (laughs) Thank you. So I'm up there conducting the kids, and do you hear what I hear? And they're all just looking up at me, smiling, and that is such a precious precious memory. That we had some soloists in the family, some younger mm-hmm. t- uh, teenage soloists. And so we asked her to try the lead on Do You Hear What I Hear? And she did such a wonderful, magnificent so job. So it was both and Celia Foco and, and Lindy at the time, Lindy Hasty. That's right. That's right. So. And Lindy is a, a niece. So we just brought them in from all over. And, and the collaboration aspect of this album is part of, one of the things that I'm most proud of. So the last song I want to play is called Do You Hear What I Hear? And it's with the young soloist. We, I did some uh, harmonizing on it, but it's pretty much just, oh, you sing the first verse. Siri does. Yes. And then, and then, the, and then the, the young ladies sing their verses, and the kids' chorus is the backup. So let's take a listen to Do You Hear What I Hear? the night wind to the little Silver and gold 
This is Musician Talk, and I'm your host, Pauline Jennings. Today, my guest is my sister, Siri Lehman, and we are discussing and listening to songs from a Christmas album that we made in 2005. The song you just heard, Do You Hear What I Hear? Let me tell you the musicians on that on that song, too. Um, so it's Lindy Hasty and Celia Foco on vocals, as well as the Grandkids Chorus, as we called it. Acoustic guitar, Tim Snow. Acoustic bass, Gary Rayner. He's from the cities as well. Keyboard and keyboards. I didn't, I didn't remember this. And percussion, Steve Jennings. Oh, what a talented guy. <laughs> so when we were listening to this, uh, Siri and I were talking uh, and decided that we have time to do one more. And she wanted to play Little Lord Jesus, which is the other original on this album, which I am so glad that she said, because I love this song. And I'll tell you why I love it, Siri, is because your voice, mm. you sound like an angel singing it. It's so beautiful. Every year, I think I text you or call you and say, okay, I'm listening to this for the first time. And I'm crying right here. I'm just... It's so beautiful. Mm. So, um, and it, 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 it's it's not just the melody and your voice. It's also that we decided, I don't know, how old was Josie? Was she five, six, yeah. somewhere around there? Yeah. Five or six. And it was just a brilliant idea, Pauline, to have her sing. I, it just, to, to me, I thank you for mentioning my, um, my voice on it, but to have uh, Josie sing just put it over the top of just her innocence and the beauty of it. And I do remember, I, I don't think she could read. And we were trying to teach her the, the lyrics and literally mouthing them right in front of her for her to <laughs> sing. So it was, that's a very memorable moment for me. And, yes. uh, you know, I just want to mention too about this song is like I said, I mentioned this earlier in, in our interview, Pauline was that the, um, song was pulled out from a list of music that I had done years ago at uh, a church service at Hosanna. And, you know, I just want to mention that too, is sometimes you can go back and pull out a song and, you know, you might want to just revise a, a lyric, revise a chorus, um, maybe change a structure, change who sings on it. And uh, it can make, make, it can change it enough to make a real big difference. And you sometimes land on something again, that's better. It's just being open to that. Well, and songs that you might have written 10 years ago, let's say you might think, oh, that's just all dated, but you can update any of that, absolutely. So Little Lord Jesus is the name of this song that we're going to play. And uh, what I want to say about Josie singing this is that I recall she would be all day walking around, as her mother would say, um, singing songs from Wedding Blessing, your, oh, my, your album. My wedding album. And she knew like every word oh, and God. could... And could sing in tune at this young age. And so I knew that. And so I thought, well, well let's see if she wants to sing another Siri song. Mm. And uh, that's, I think, what was my inspiration for getting her to do that. But that was, that was, <laughs> that was a joy to have her record that. So I don't think anything more needs to be said. Um, this is going to end the interview. We're going to end the, the interview with this song. It's so beautiful. Uh, and I'll come back with my with my closing. So take a listen to Siri Lehman's original song called Little Lord Jesus, sung by Siri Lehman and Josie Schuster.
was Siri Lehman's original song, Little Lord Jesus, sung by her and my niece, five at the time, Josie Schuster. Please search for Wedding Day Music on most music streaming platforms if you want to hear Siri's original wedding music. Thanks so much to Siri for joining me during this busy, busy holiday season. What a gift it is for me to get to share some of the songs from my Christmas album with you. I'm so grateful to all of you for listening to Musician Talk on The One, KYMN. Have a terrific day. Music